Welcome to the PM&R Scholars Podcast. The following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We were joined by the UT Southwestern PM&R program to discuss the unique aspects of their residency program. Hope you enjoy. Start transitioning to the next presenter. And the next one on my list is the University of Texas, uh, UT Southwestern. So do we have the UT Southwestern team on board? Uh, team on board? Hi everyone, I'm Kim Barker. I'm the Residency Program Director. With me tonight I have uh, Dr. Reed Williams, who's my Associate Program Director. I have both Chief Residents, Brett Page and Lauren Falks. Um, I have some of the current residents, Kayla Williams and Mona, I believe, is on. And then Donald uh, Kasidanan is a recent grad, so we'll all kind of take turns, but I'll start with the PowerPoint. Oops. Here we go. We can see your screen. Go ahead. All right. Where's the... All right. So, UT Southwestern. First of all, we are in Dallas. I know it doesn't, you can't tell by the name, but we are in Dallas. Um, and as you know, Dallas, Fort Worth is one of the largest metroplexes in the US. There's about almost seven and a half million people. It's also one of the fastest growing metroplexes in the US with uh, Toyota, State Farm, and a lot of other companies moving to the area. Most of our residents and faculty live in Dallas, but quite a few of the faculty will also live in the suburbs. And a couple faculty and one resident right now live in Fort Worth and commute over from Fort Worth using the train. Um, there's lots to do. There's lots of outdoors um, activities. There's quite a few lakes. If you are interested in kayaking or rowing, um, you, the, some of the lakes are actually large enough to sail if you like sailing. I know that's kind of weird to think about in Dallas, but it is true. Um, the training. Um, so UT Southwestern, uh, you would be training at both the medical center at UT Southwestern and then a lot at Parkland Hospital, which is the county hospital in Dallas. It is going to be uh, the nicest county hospital you'll probably ever see. It was built in, it just opened in 2016. It's 860 beds, it's 200 ER beds alone. Um, it's a wonderful training experience that uh, reaches out to our um, un underinsured and uninsured uh, residents of Dallas. This is UT Southwestern. This is Clements University Hospital. You'll also be rotating at Children's and then the VA and then Presbyterian, Texas Health Resources Presbyterian Hospitals, the county hospital, uh, the community hospital that you guys will be rotating at if you come here. An overview of the department. Uh, the department actually started over 50 years ago. It is the only department in the US of any specialty to have three women chairs in a row. So Dr. Fela Helm, Dr. Karen Kowalski, and then currently Dr. Kathy Bell. We have 40 plus faculty, ranging from the normal things like TBI, pain, sports, um, stroke, but we also have more unique subspecialties that are covered here at UT Southwestern. There's cancer rehab, pelvic floor, um, burns. Kind of to go back to Parkland, uh, a couple of the things that Parkland's most, uh, most famous for is the burn. So if you remember learning about the Parkland burn formula in med school, that's where par the Parkland burn formula comes from. The other famous thing from Parkland is that's where uh, JFK passed away. That's not really the highlight of Parkland, but one of the other famous things. We have a newly renovated research lab space that just opened up. We have a ton of clinical areas in the suburbs. Um, we're part of the model system for brain injury and burns. We are actually in the top uh, 20. I think we'll probably be in the top 15 in regards to research money for PM&R departments in the nation. 
uh, to talk about the residency program because that's what you guys care about, right? Um, the residency started in 77 and it's been ACGME accredited, accredited since 78. It's one of the larger PMNR programs in the nation. We have six interns and nine residents, so we have a total of 33 residents. It's a nice broad curriculum. It covers all of the required ACGME requirements, so 12 months of inpatient, outpatient, EMGs, um, ultrasound, uh, all the spine procedures. It's a very friendly learning environment with a varied patient population. Um, again, referencing Parkland, we do see a lot of the underserved and underinsured patients. You see a lot of unique diagnoses over at Parkland. Uh, there's a leprosy clinic there. I've seen scurvy there at Parkland. So you get to see a lot of interesting pathology. It's also one of the more hands-on residency uh, programs. You get to do a lot of peripheral joint injections, spine injections, a ton of um, EMGs. We also have um, a global health experience every summer, except for this summer because of COVID, where we go with uh, one of the neurologists over to Ethiopia and teach about neuro rehab. Uh, our residents are very close knit. This is a picture of one of the wellness events. So we have a wellness committee within the residency and fellowship, and then also a wellness committee amongst the faculty. But the residency and fellowship wellness committee is actually based on the seven tenets of wellness. So not just socialization, but uh, exercise, spirituality, education, uh, volunteerism, all of those things are covered with the wellness committee. Um, pictures, because I think most people are looking for a nice friendly residency program and uh, pictures are, are the hard proof that I can show you that we are friendly and we all get together. So these are some pictures of the faculty. Um, up here on the top left is uh, some of the AAPMNR members that went for lobbying uh, up in Congress. We have Dr. Fetchka, who's one of our stroke uh, rehab doctors, and then Dr. Sin, who's one of the PEDS rehab doctors. Dr. Kowalski is here representing the AAP, also lobbying, lobbying Congress. Um, here was one of the faculty um, intrathecal pump refresher courses. We were using one of the faculty members, teddy bear, pumpo bear, to remember how to um, interrogate and refill pumpo bear's baclofen pump. Uh, this is a picture from Puerto Rico a couple years ago for AAP. Um, almost everybody in this picture, except for Avi and Ben Shahabi, are all the faculty that went there. Um, and this is our holiday party from last year in the ugly sweater competition. Here's some pictures of the residents um, doing, unfortunately, or fortunately or unfortunately, non-clinical things. So um, there is a football event. There, this is a class. This is a picture of the senior class. This is one of our other wellness events where they um, planted their own little terrariums. Um, we've had a lot of wellness challenges since COVID start. So some of the consult residents were doing various uh, handstands and other push-up challenges. Um, and then it's just pictures of uh, lecture and our education retreat. So um, here's information. So the chiefs are Lauren Folks. She's our academic chief. Brent Page is our administrative chief. Um, Terry Isbell, who's not on right now, is our program coordinator, and she is fabulous. Uh, once you meet her, you'll never forget her. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to go to our website. And if you have any questions about applying, you apply on ARIS. I'm going to hand it over to Brent. Thanks, Dr. Barker. Hey, everyone. Thanks for being here um, and hearing a little bit about our program tonight. Um, so I'm one of the PGY4s, and like Dr. Barker said, I'm the administrative chief resident here in Dallas at UT Southwestern. 
Um, we have a good array of uh, current and former residents on tonight. So if you have any questions as we're talking, um, please feel free to put them in the chat and one of us can answer for you for sure. Um, I guess what I would say, one of the highlights of the program for me is the diversity of the clinical sites and the diversity of the patients. So like Dr. Barker was saying, um, really uh, the majority, I would say, of our time as residents are split between two different sites. Of course, we rotate at the VA and a freestanding children's hospital and a number of other sites. But the majority of our time is spent between the UT side, the university hospital side, and Parkland, which is the county hospital. Um, UT uh, side, uh, we really rotate between two different hospitals there. Uh, one of them is currently undergoing an expansion and uh, in total we'll have nearly a thousand beds actually when, when it, the expansion is completed here later this year, I believe. Um, and then Parkland, of course, um, is one of the busiest uh, county hospitals in the United States. Um, there's nearly a million, actually there's over a million total patient visits a year, nearly 50,000 inpatient admissions a year. Um, so we get a broad exposure to polytrauma, being a level one trauma center, TBI, stroke, you name it. Um, and one of the great, great aspects is both of the buildings are literally right across the street from each other. You don't even have to walk outside. There's a sky bridge that connects the two. So you have all that resource kind of right there, right where you are every day. Um, so I'll turn it over to Lauren Foltz, who's the academic chief president, my co-resident. Lauren. Right. Thanks, Brent. Hey, guys. I'm Lauren. Um, so I'm academic chief, like Brent and Dr. Barker both said. Um, so I think one of the, the main reasons why I chose and, and ranked UT Southwestern super high on my list um, was that I've liked the bigger program and I wanted to make sure when I was coming into residency that I was getting a, a good sense of community and definitely I'm from Ohio originally. So coming into Dallas and having this large network of not only co-residents, but faculty and staff that regularly get together and hang out and genuinely like each other was definitely a big positive of this program. Um, so I think that was definitely one of the main reasons why I kind of um, chose to come down to here. Um, and just don't take Brent and I's words for it. We will have some of our other residents kind of answering some questions. So first up, we're going to have Mona, who came in as a new PGY2. She's been one of our PGY2. She came as an intern, but she's been on the wards for how many days now? Like two whole weeks, right? Um, so our question for you is going to be, why did you kind of choose to rank this program? So I, I ranked this program because of a couple of things. First thing would be it's truly a resident run program. So they're on the forefront of care. Uh, it's also amazing that they have this categorical year that is balanced. So it makes for a nice easy transition into PMNR as a second year. Also, I'm from Texas. I've lived here all my life. Uh, very rarely any snow, so no fuss. Uh, so that's a plus. Uh, huge uh, low cost of living and lots of space. And last but not least, Terry. Terry Isabel is our program coordinator. The moment I met her on interview day, I, I tell you not, I kid you not, she's the most infectious, most humorous, most warm personality. And I knew she was someone that wanted to be there to support the residents, to be our biggest advocate. And having been in this program for a little over a year now, I can say she's everything I thought and more. So those are my reasons. Perfect. Thanks. Um, and then Kayla, who's one of Brit and I's co-residents as well, she's also a PGY4. Um, so what kind of has been your favorite um, part of residency since we are as shocking as it is two weeks into our last year of residency? 
Yeah, um, so I'm Kayla, PGY4. I'll kind of have to echo um, the last comments is Terry was a big kind of, Terry has been a, a, a big asset to the program. Um, like Lauren, I'm not from Texas, I'm from Virginia actually. So having that extra layer of like support is huge knowing that, you know, I don't have, I didn't come to Texas with family or a whole lot of friends that were even here. Um, so just knowing that you have that support uh, was huge. Um, the other thing that I've really enjoyed about this program, aside from just the breadth of exposure that you get is something I didn't necessarily realize coming in was just like the quality of the attendings and their commitment to our learning and their mentorship and support through this whole process has been like invaluable and just the there's experts within the field that we have here at UT that you literally learn from who are the ones that you read out of the textbook, like they're the ones who wrote the chapters. Um, so that's been pretty cool. And that's been something that I've really found to be uh, an asset of this program as well. Okay, thanks so much, Kayla. And then to kind of finish up our scheduled program for the evening, we have one of our most recent graduates, Donald, um, who just graduated with us at the end of June, um, getting ready to actually head out to Stanford for his sports fellowship coming up. Um, so kind of when you think back about residency, what was your favorite part of the program? And if you had to do residency all over again, where would UT Southwestern kind of rank on your list? Donald, you're on mute. It's a rookie mistake, but there you go. Um, so, you know, I really thought, um, and my answer is kind of like a cheat answer because it kind of encompasses a lot of things. Um, but I really, my favorite part of the program was just the focus of the program on constantly getting better. Um, because within that, you know, as Dr. Barker is talking about, we're in a large hospital system. There's a lot of like good clinical volume, multiple specialties you can you can work with and there's plenty of research opportunities. Um, on top of that, um, this really just trickles down like leadership. It goes from, you know, from like the head of University of UT Southwestern goes to our chair, Dr. Bell, and then like Dr. Barker, our residency leadership, and then gets down to the residents. We all really are trying to get as good clinically as we can and then also trying to do some innovation within the field. Um, so that's what I really enjoyed. Um, I would say I would rank the program very highly again um, because um, I really got everything I needed out of my training um, and I got to do I got to basically do it in like an academic bubble um, that really supported my training and I really enjoyed the four years like inside and outside of residency so the years went by really fast which is what I think is really important when you make your decision on ranking residencies. Okay, well, I think we'll open it up for questions um, from anyone in the audience, if you guys have anything. I know we also have, I think Dr. Reed Williams is here, our Associate Program Director. Um, but if you guys have any questions for us, for Dr. Barker, we're here to kind of answer anything that you have. Thanks, guys. This is Vinny. I just want to let you know you have about five minutes left. Excellent job. Perfect. Yeah, thanks Vinny and PM&R Scholars for kind of arranging all these things to help us in this new virtual residency kind of interview season. And shameless plug, we have our emails in here as well as our social media sites. We're on both Facebook and Instagram, so you can also have a lot more information from those places. I see a question about the uh, call schedules. I can talk about that since I just made the call schedule for the year for everyone. <laughs> 
Um, so one of the benefits of a larger program is the call is split up um, among the, the large number of residents. So um, PGY2s and 3s take weekend call. Um, it's in-house, a uh, 24-hour call. Um, so uh, two or three will take a Saturday and a two or three will take a Sunday call. Um, typically, there's the averages around um, six calls per year. Um, and then, so basically you have six calls um, as a PGY2 and then another six as a PGY3 and then PGY4s don't take any call. Holiday calls are distributed amongst the PGY2s. And otherwise we have a night float system to cover Monday through Friday. Right. Yeah, and then um, there's a little bit of home call out at the VA um, that you do when you're out there, but otherwise that's only twos and threes. Um, I think there was a question about the formal mentoring program that we have. Um, so when you come in and your PGY2 year, um, we do give you an assigned um, kind of faculty mentor to help you get started. Um, it's definitely not to say that you can't pick up faculty mentors along your journey throughout residency, um, which I've picked up several besides the one that was assigned to me. So we do have a, a plan in place to have some, some kind of attending experience. Sorry, my cat's going crazy. Um, some give you some experience um, with an attending upfront. Um, we also have a we also have a, res, a mentorship program within the residency itself that Dr. Uh, Stephanie Tao started when she was a resident and she's coming back after doing her PEDS and sports fellowship. So um, an intern, a PGY2, a PGY3, and a PGY4 are all signed um, into a house. It's like a Harry Potter house. And within those groups, they can um, meet as often as they want um, or as little as they want, but it kind of helps give you some guidance, somebody that you can ask like, hey, what can I expect from next year? If you uh, just started the program as a new intern or as a advanced PGY2. All right, guys, you have about two minutes and 30 seconds left. We'll give it a few more minutes here or uh, see if we have any additional questions. Perfect. Uh, Donald, do you want to answer in the chat the question about sideline opportunity coverage? Um, and then we can, I know Kayla addressed the pediatric exposure. Um, yeah. I see that question from um, Suma about Parkland Hospital. Yeah, that as well. Okay, um, I, I can first talk about the sideline coverage then. Um, I, I guess I did a lot of sideline coverage um, within residency. Um, I'm kind of wondering, you put sideline slash arts uh, Karina, so I was wondering if you meant like performance arts, um, you can type in the chat box. Um, but for sideline coverage itself, um, a lot of the orthopedic sports docs, they cover all the Irving high schools, which is a local suburb around here. They cover the whole district. So they're more than happy for you to cover the teams um, with um, like all the football teams, the basketball teams. On top of that, I did a lot of UT Dallas coverage which once you get the phone numbers for the athletic trainers there, they let you do, um, they let you do kind of whatever you want um, in terms of whatever sports coverage you want. And then I see the dance ortho coverage. Um, I actually did do some, um, some dance coverage within residency as well. Um, there are some big events that come to the DFW Metroplex. Um, one of them is like um, this big dance competition and I covered those events. So essentially being in a good Metroplex where sports really thrives, um, the opportunities are pretty much limitless as long as you want to uh, seek them out. 
Okay, and then I think the other, I think Kayla addressed the Parkland um, question. The other one that we saw was kind of cost of living in Dallas. Um, I think, you know, the cost of living in Dallas is definitely an affordable for a bigger city. Um, I mean, I think our salaries, I don't think any of us are kind of scraping, scraping by, but a lot of us live close to the hospital and in more of a downtown kind of, uh, you know, younger neighborhoods and everyone does. Thank you again to the UT Southwestern program for joining us, as well as all the residency programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on the virtual residency fair, as well as PMNR Scholars, head to pmrscholars.org.